Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Of course, y'all know what's going on in today's episode. We've done point guards, we've done shooting guards, and now we're moving on to power forwards. Yes, sir. Joking. Small forward. <laughs> uh, small forward list, man. It was pretty hard. You think so? I couldn't. I got nine, and then I was just like, who am I putting at 10? And I just had to keep digging. But you found number yeah, 10. I did. Everything, and I feel like your 10 is going to be wild. It's going to yeah, be like. Everything kind of fell in place for me. I don't even know who it can be. Um. But I think I got some things that's going to be different. So I was happy about this. So far, it's kind of a weak list this year. It is very weak. That's why it was kind of hard for me. I think it's a top-heavy list, but, I mean, they still got some quality players Facts. in that small four. Yeah. But then probably, like, the top four are the best. So the best. let me explain to people what's going on for the people that missed uh, the first two episodes. Let's just go back and watch the point guard and shooting guard episode. But uh, people have. I saw, like, in some hours, they had, like, 26,000. I was like. Yeah, let's do, do that. And then at the end, when we do centers, I want y'all to compile the whole list. Somebody. Somebody will. Um, but we did it based on basketball reference positions. So if you're wondering, oh, how is this player at small four? I'm used to him being a shooting guard. Or, oh, man, they're missing somebody. He's probably a power forward. So um, instead of commenting, just, you know, Google search mm-hmm. them and go to the basketball reference page and see what they've played this season. Not throughout their career. We're just talking about this season. Which should be obvious. Yeah, we're throwing out entire resumes. I don't care if you was an MVP one year ago, seven years ago. That is irrelevant to today's episode. Uh, yeah, I got episode. a DM like, what, what was Jalen Brown? That was the one. That was the yeah. main guy I was looking at. People were looking for Jalen Brown, but he, he's and classified as a small forward. Yeah. yeah. And then this episode, Jason Which Taylor's like, classified but, but as a power forward. But that's just forward. duh, though. You think we just give a motherfuckers a random position? <laughs> 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 and if you don't think, we don't think uh, Jalen Brown top 10, you really tripping. You really Come tripping. Come on, bro. Uh, what have y'all been doing recently before we get into our list um, that give y'all your NBA fix? Just highlights still? Yeah. Highlights still. I mean, I've been trying to watch interviews with basketball players. I keep watching the Mon Shumper ones. I was literally just watching. He's killing the morning. game. Yeah. Yeah. In his interviews. Yeah. Yeah, just watching old highlights, old Yeah, games. I know what you've been doing. You post everything. You've been posting everything the last minutes. 48 hours. Oh it's been gosh. posted. We saw you watching WrestleMania, <laughs> Practical Jokers, Manu Chinobili. Oh, I'm like, God. But I mean, hey. He walked on his. I didn't even know he had a balcony. He walked on his back porch like it's beautiful. It was snowing. It was snowing like an hour later, like a foot of snow. Um, that was beautiful. Snow was beautiful. At least to me, it is. Yeah, just you, just you. Um, Especially in March, at the end of March, snow is not beautiful to me. A lot of basketball highlights, but particular highlights. Mm. Um, that's just yeah. It's just like it's just time. Like people going back and they watching old games. I need certain type of highlights because old games can only last so long. So, like, certain eras. Like, I don't know if y'all remember, but right before Curry hit his MVP stage, those playoffs, uh, like when they played against the Spurs and, and, and whatnot, or that they had those battles with the Nuggets, uh, Andre Iguodala with the Nuggets, mm-hmm. just different versions of players. Um I've and I've been to... watching a lot of King of the Fourth Quarter. No oh, shit. man, that dude is incredible. Which, y'all didn't which know. I would... It, I know a lot of people do already, but I would really watch the um, the car ones because what the car ones will do is it will make you think of like, oh, Nuggets, Andre Godala, let me mm-hmm. go watch him. Because uh, you pulled one that had like Mono with a head full of hair. Yeah. And I'm there because watching the Mono Ginobili. <laughs> so it was just like, I haven't watched Ginobili yet, but mm-hmm. I know I will soon because yes, y'all both put them on my mind. Mm-hmm. So just watching other shit to like... Oh, it sparked like oh shit! I forgot all about Morris Peterson. Yeah, it's so much good NBA content out there. Luckily, yeah. we live in this age where Facts. everything is uh, capable to be seen on the internet. 
I just rewatched a bunch of Joe Johnson highlights and like Ooh. I completely forgot how fucking cold he was. So yeah, that's what I've been trying to do. Yeah. Winner, yeah. All of them. And it was 11 minutes of Joe Johnson game winners or like game tying shots late in the game. It's just like he, he 11 minutes. He was just that guy. I mean, he was. His, name, his nickname was ISO Joe. Mm-hmm. You got to give him the ball. He had a couple more nicknames that were something to do with his clutch ability, but I don't remember. Joe but Johnson, I'm glad go you crazy. Said that, yeah, you two has like a fan DM me yesterday, like, you know, basketball is sports is something that helps with my anxiety, but now that it's gone, blah, blah, blah. You got any advice? And I'm like, bro, it's far from gone. Live sports is on pause, mm-hmm. but sports in general is still out there. And shit. No matter how much basketball you've watched in your life, there's always going to be stuff you've never seen. Mm-hmm. So you can just find College that and, and act like it's live. Yes. Get on a, get on the, uh, you know, for people that ain't, that done felt like they watch as much as they can as far as NBA or anything that they wanted to, go and find out them high school class of now because that's the future of your NBA. Go find out the top seniors and the top uh, juniors and where they going to school and get familiar with them. So in two, three years, when there's a new Ja or Zion that's taking a league by storm at a young age, you're not like, where did he come from? Right. You already know who Cade Cunningham is or all of these different people that you probably don't know. Um, but yeah, I ain't not been watching baseball highlights. I, I gotta get my baseball fix in, man. And just like. playing the game with y'all, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, I really mm-hmm. feel like I've been with y'all all fucking quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it's felt. Yeah, we be on a game, one big ass. Oh, got me day. grinding a new player. That's how much all I really just ain't day. got to play a number like seven. That's just yeah. me that's and KB be on a PlayStation Four playing MLB the Show, mm-hmm. still on the Xbox part. Facts. Animal Crossing Two has been killing the game, so I've been having. Is a lot that what of fun. everybody playing? Me and my girlfriend been playing it together. Shit's wow. fire, bro. What, what is, is it on PlayStation or is it it's on, on Nintendo Switch exclusively? Oh. So I, I, just, I just bought a second Nintendo Switch so we can literally play together. I, I was up at one. Is o'clock. I heard? Yo, Isn't guess heard. <laughs> guess who I was watching at one o'clock in the morning? Highlights from the Big Three. Chris Bosh. No, no, no. I'm gonna give you some hints because no, I think not, he means um, Big Three, not the. He means the Big oh, Three. Not you, not, yeah. So, like Glenn Davis. No. Okay. He's not old. <laughs> okay. He just had left the NBA. Mm. I don't even know what their rosters look like in the big three, honestly, to tell He was the first overall pick of the last season. Last season? He's still like 28 years old, but he had to leave the NBA because of his own. Roy, oh, no. Yes. Oh, Royce White? Royce White. Oh, Royce, Royce White. White. Okay. Doggin. Mm. Man, Imagine. I in the NBA. Imagine if he yeah, wasn't like afraid of flying. Right? Hybrid. That's what it was? Yeah. He was afraid of flying. Yeah, it's anxiety. Man. Mm. All right, let's get to our list, though. Um, starting off at number 10, I personally have TJ Warren. TJ Warren's having a good season. Um, I think he's shooting like 50% from the field. I love his, yeah. his arc and his NBA career went from not being able to hit a three-point shot to consistently hitting most most of his corner threes, which is a good thing considering like that's where he's playing most of the time. Um, I like that he got a little, a little tongue on him, you know what I'm saying? He, Whoa. That, pause. Uh, but he always he's <laughs> yapping at his defenders and mm-hmm. vice versa. I don't know, man. Jimmy said he was a bum. He did, but I yeah, I was I looking mean, forward to that game. Look, I gotta look, take what Jimmy says with some heart. I guess so. I, Jimmy, I, I talked to Jimmy. Mm. Oh, Jimmy he said it was in the heat of the moment. Jimmy said it was it's bigger than bad. It was bigger than basketball. Uh-huh. It was something that was said, not mm-hmm. about the game, mm-hmm. his game. Mm-hmm. But no, I learned that from another J. J. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, my tenth is also TJ Warren. My tenth is a tie. I have TJ Warren and Kelly Oubre. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Kelly Oubre is injured, so if the season was to restart, I mean, not restart, but you know, resume, and when it does resume, because I just found out that they want to resume, and no matter if it goes into September, mm-hmm. which I appreciate and I love. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But yeah, Kelly Oubre is going to be hurt, but he still needs some recognition because I feel like you know he's taken. Not, I don't want to say a huge jump, but a big jump for him. Yeah. Because uh, he went from being like that, sometimes fourth guy in Washington because they had Wall, Beal, Otto Porter, um, then Otto left, and it kind of gave him a little bit of more responsibility. And then now he went to Phoenix, and is you know, kind of was their second guy this year. Because Aiden obviously missed the games, and he responded big. It, mm-hmm. Do you want your team to have Kelly Oubre as a second option going forward? No, but I feel like for him to be a third or fourth guy and can occasionally on different nights be your second guy. He's an energizer guy. Um, Nineteen points per game. Yeah, I like uh, three point shot was was, was good. Um, I think this is the best he shot the ball at thirty five percent. I think he can still take that up some. But, yeah, and then, like Contreras said, T.J. Warren, 52% from the field, damn near 53, 37% uh, from three, 81% from the free throw line. He's giving you 19 points Mm -hmm. a game on a team that's very, very deep. That's a team with uh, V.O., Brogdon, Sabonis was an all-star, and, you know, he's he's made it work. And they got him for nothing. Don't forget that. Yes. They actually got a pick attached to him, too, for nothing. Yeah, I had T.J. Warren at number 10 as well. He got he started the season off slow, but I feels like he really picked it up lately, mm-hmm. and I, I'm liking what I'm seeing from him. I like the versatility from both of them too. Yeah. They both could yeah. definitely play power. TJ's forward. a bucket, yeah. TJ's a bucket. I, I also had Kelly as my tenth guy. I like the season he's having. I mean, he's giving you almost 20 points. He's a really good energizer, energizer guy. He gives you six boards, mm-hmm. and then I mean, beyond that, with the energy, he, he's one of those guys that. You may be down ten, but he might have a monstrous dunk, and it might yeah. it might put the crowd back into it. Mm-hmm. He's one of those type of guys, and he's a big corner three shooter. We've seen. Didn't he hit? A, who did he hit the game winner? He, I think he hit a few game winners from that corner. Yeah. Shout out to Kelly Oubre, who is who is my number nine. Um, when I saw him recently in Chicago, me and Pierre were at the game. You really realized some of the stuff that don't make it onto TV when you're watching. Like um, he does a lot of yapping too. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yeah. He just, you can look at him and tell that he yaps. He's just, he's extra, yeah. right? He'll get fouled and go to the ground. And instead of just getting up, he want to hit five push ups yeah. real quick. <laughs> but I like that he de- he defends very well. He always gives his all on that side of the uh, side of the ball. And I definitely see him as a guy that can average twenty points per game very easily in the NBA. And especially, it's it's very weird because he's not very great at creating his own shot. He just seems to be at the right place at the right time. Yeah, he's to, a he's to a score. shot maker. I think yes, is the word yes. Um. So that's why I have him at number nine instead of number ten. My number no, my, nine. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, my number nine is Boyan from SAC. Uh, I like what he's doing as a starter. Boyan from SAC. Is that how you say his name? Or was it Bogdan? Bogdan Bogdanovich. That's Sacramento. Yeah, Boyan is the one in uh, in Utah. Okay, so you talking about so Bogdan? Which one do you want to talk about? Sacramento. He's a shooting guard. No, he's not. He's classified as a shooting guard this season. Bro, what? I love- he's never been a small force. <laughs> then you're looking, you're thinking about the other yeah, one. Yeah, he finally looked at the no, other one. No, he's not because he's specifically saying Sacramento. But you couldn't have looked because it, it says shooting guard the whole time. His whole career, he's been a shooting guard. I don't Okay. My number, <laughs> that was a complete My number up. nine was Will Barton. Okay. Shout out to Trill Will. But go ahead, tell me why you it, got with him. Oh, this is a guy that did not even come to my mind. I mean, so I, we were literally just talking about this, and I, I don't really like saying players are overrated or underrated because I, I know I feel like they do what they do. Mm-hmm. But Will Barton is one of those guys that seems to me underrated. He's, he's a guy that 
can be very versatile on the offense. He could be your second or third guy mm-hmm. scoring-wise, second or third guy ball-handling-wise. He could be a top defender on your team. Mm-hmm. He brings a lot for the only, like, what, 16, 5, and 5 he gives you. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's it's more than the that, that's a That's a surprising pick. I was not expecting that. Um, yeah. My number nine is Andrew Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have that conversation with Andrew Wiggins every time he comes up. Uh, it's just he's he's missing that. I don't know. I guess it's the it. You know, people speak on it factor and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But he's he's even even with that being said, he still you know has solid numbers and plays a solid game at times. Um, and I got to give him his credit. I mean, he's back to being that score that we have seen him be uh, early in his career. I know his numbers had dropped off significantly after that start to his career. And he was like a twenty three point scorer, and he got down to like the eighteen nineteen mode. He's back at twenty two five and four. Um, definitely an up year for him. Definitely yeah. a, a, a more of an up year. Um, definitely want to see him continue to take these um, these last couple of seasons into next year. Because I feel like with Steph and Clay and that team mm-hmm. back at full strength, it will give him a new sense of you know this, the, a the fresh thing start. I would love to see yeah. from Andrew Wiggins when when they do come back and they get more healthy is the effort on the defensive end. I think yeah. this is a year where he could he could take that on. I think, I think he's going to be forced to. I think he's. I think he's going to be forced to. He's going to be surrounded by Clay and Draymond, who are going to put their hat in on defense. They're not going to allow him to just not because he has the physical attributes to mm-hmm. be a great defender. Mm-hmm. Right. He just doesn't do it. Yeah. When I was looking at uh, this is a while ago when I was looking at his pre-draft like analysis, mm-hmm. it talked about his defensive upside, and he has a ton of defensive upside. But it's like, at what point in his career is he going to tap into that upside? At already twenty-four years old, twenty-five now, twenty-five years old. Like, eventually you're going to have to do it, or it's just yeah. going to be you're that you to. don't. Right. Yeah. Well, and also playing in Minnesota, he didn't really have much to play for. They weren't. She, they I, weren't competing. They could be. They could have been. Yeah, they could have yeah, been. been. If he would have did something. Him and Cat were the top people, and that's why they were they were winning games. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, as as much as he's you know had the up and down career, I got to get credit when it's due. And he he his numbers could get him a little high on his list, but he I, I had you know I had to count the fact that I mean he was losing for a long time, man. Shit, he was yeah. losing for a very I'm, long I'm time. I'm looking at it right now. His win share is one point nine. I mean, he <laughs> he lost for a little over a month straight. Which is just ridiculous, considering how many games are in between that. That's about fifteen games. But of, wasn't of Cat out for most of those games? He was. Yeah. Then he got traded. The Timberwolves got a, a, a win as soon as he got traded. Oh yeah, yeah. and then and he, he just continued he, to lose. <laughs> yeah, it's like a guy with his, you know, with, with, with some of his potential and skill, and you know, he could he could explode and go get a win. And it's not even like they were going against elite teams, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had a game against Chicago. They definitely could have won. They had a game against uh, Atlanta that they definitely could have won. Phoenix, the Pale, Sacramento. Like, those are all teams that are in the same realm as them. At least they should be. And uh, they were catching L's. I just hope that the shot selection and, and, and things like that grow with the with the Warriors. He just has that bad habit for all of his career since he was in high school to be in that post-fade type game. And I just want to see him have a better clear cut of spots and mm-hmm. how to get it and where to go. Can he be a catch-and-shoot three-point shooter? Anybody. I think a lot. I think I don't want to say anybody, but um, – with the Warriors, you guess you can't be. You just have to. What, what do you mean by being that? Can he be like their Harrison, Harrison Barnes? Barnes? I knew. Yes. Yeah. Now, if you say Harrison Barnes, Harrison Barnes missed a lot of damn shots. To be Harrison Barnes, you just have to be. You don't have to be a, like a knockdown shooter. Exactly. You, just have yeah. to, you have to be able to hit it. Well, here's some some pretty decent numbers um, from him. 
but this is not from this season, but we'll just take it uh, for what we have. He shot 40% on catch-and-shoot threes about mm-hmm. a year and a half ago. That's the count. And then this season, he's shooting 36. So he's about average yeah. with the catch-and-shoot threes, and which is I mean, it's just, that's good. The consensus with the Warriors is you're going to get those open looks because yeah. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, they're going to draw all the attention that they possibly can. Harrison right. Barnes was a solid shooter with them when he was with them, but at the same time, he wasn't shooting as many threes as Andrew Wiggins will because mm-hmm. the game wasn't towards that level. So Harrison Barnes shot 38% from three on three attempts. He shot 40% one year on 2.6, 34% on 2.4. So will he be able to shoot 40? Hey, maybe it's possible. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. The only like difference 40 is 40 would be hard. The only difference is that um, Harrison Barnes was on both sides being effective. Yeah. And like if, if Wiggins at this point in his career is not hitting his shots and he's kind of just there. And, like, we've seen a bunch of games where he just kind of – you forget that he's on the floor. And for a guy that was, like, on Minnesota, he was, like, the number two option, sometimes the number one option. You don't ever want to be watching the game and be like, oh, there he is, for a guy that's <laughs> supposed to be so high on your and team. And I think that's why he went a long time with losing those games. Yeah. Because, like, he's a guy that we've seen go for 30-plus on, on Some big-ass games. Yeah, yeah. big-ass games. And it's like, you have that potential to do that, to go get your team a win. But he would just get – Lost in the game. And he did that this season against the Warriors before they traded for him. He dropped the 40-piece, and he closed out that game, if I'm not mistaken. All right, moving on for me, uh, my number eight was Will Barton. Shout out to Mike. Me and Mike both had Will Barton on the list for everything he said. Like, um, Will Barton is one of those small fours that is literally a small four. Like, he's a yeah. 6'5". He should be running shooting guard, but he's Very so gritty skinny. on the defensive side of the ball that you can get away with him guarding some of the bigger defenders. And he's like a secondary ball handler, too, yeah. when you don't have Jokic or Jamal Murray bringing the ball up the court. Uh, we were talking about Will Barton, his finishing ability. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the numbers back this up, but if I feel like he's just one of the best finishers in the league. I mean, I can look it up because I'm going to clean the glass. Shout out to it. I feel like he's one of the best finishers in the league, and he does it without – Contact like he always finds a way to get his yeah, shot it's off. Just like, yeah. He he's so long. Yeah, and he he's got some long arms. Um, he shoots sixty percent at the rim, which actually is not very good because a couple years ago he's one of the best in the league, but this year maybe not so much. But Will Barton is definitely pretty decent. Uh, he's in the top five percent in, in three point shooting on his corner threes. He you shoots sixty percent at the rim. Sixty percent at the rim. That's not bad for a wing. Hmm. It's okay. Uh, he's shooting fifty two percent on corner threes. That's pretty. That's pretty, pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, my number eight is Bogdan from the Jazz. Uh, I like what he's doing. I feel like he's definitely. Number, I'm sorry. number, number eight. eight. Uh, I feel like he's definitely like the answer to the Jazz where they were missing last year. I feel like offensively he brings that space and that Donovan Mitchell needs that Rudy Gobert needs, and he, I think he's really fit in perfectly with that Jazz team. I like him too. He's on my list. But it's a little he's bit higher. Definitely higher on mine. Um. Number eight. Mm-hmm. My number eight is uh, Gordon Hayward out of Boston. Um, just a solid player to me. I think he's the type of guy that you would want with uh, the guys that they have on the team now with mm-hmm. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. He's a guy that can just fit right in. Giving you a quiet 16, 5, and 4, mm-hmm. shooting 50% from the field. So he's, he's, he's making the most of the shots that he is getting because he is playing with Kimba, Jason Tatum, and, again, Jalen Brown, Brown. All of those yeah. guys, can 15-plus shots a night. So for him to be able to get his and then be efficient with it is nice. Almost shooting 40% from the three mm-hmm. at 39.2. 80, 85% free throw shooter. Um, and he's just, a, he's just a sound player. You know what I mean? He's just a, a, a tight-knit, very uh, skilled, sound guy that I mm-hmm. think fits good with uh, the group of guys that they have. And I think he can be an X factor for them going forward when we do resume to playing basketball uh, because – 
Jason Tatum is going to bring it for the most part. Uh, and then Kemba, Kemba's pretty consistent. Yeah. Um, and it, then it comes to him and Jalen Brown. And I think if they can really get Gordon Hayward to be consistent in the playoffs, they can be good. Because I think those top three guys would definitely be consistent. Yeah. And if you can get anything from Gordon Hayward, um, it'll be nice. Because Marcus Smart going to bring his defensively. Yeah. So. Um, me and KB had talked about this like a week ago. But, I mean, in the, when the playoffs do start, I, I could definitely see the lineup of Marcus Smart, Kemba Walker, Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum out there. Very just, small ball, yeah. Right, just because in the playoffs, you want to put your best players out there. Mm-hmm. So. And their wings do a good job of rebounding the ball. Yeah, and yeah, it's not much different than their, like, size-wise yeah. than their actual you know, size 6'8". Exactly, exactly. You know, about damn near the same size as Jason Tatum height-wise. Mm-hmm. But collectively, they're all, Jason Tatum is a very good rebounder for a wing. Gordon Hayward averages, like, five rebounds. We know Marcus Smart plays and a happy lot of energy. Bladen. His birthday was yesterday, Gordon Hayward. Shout out to happy Gordon Hayward. Yeah, happy Bladen. I'm just happy he's uh, back to being efficient and effect- effective basketball player. Because last year, uh, he was really coming back from the injury. He played 72 games, which was good for him. But obviously, he just wasn't as good as we wanted him to be. And this year, uh, he's taken his role very well. Um his average is 17 points per game. And he shoot very efficient. There was a month period of time in the season where he was shooting crazy efficiency. Um, crazy, crazy efficiency. He just couldn't miss. He just yeah, couldn't he miss. he definitely bounced back and has gave himself some value. Uh, I, I, off the top of my head, something is telling me something with some contractual things should be coming to. Uh, so I, I'm pretty sure he has a player option. In 2020, 2020, 2021. So after this season. Yeah, after yeah. this season. Uh, he has a player option for $34 million. <laughs> So he probably will take that. He's gonna, he's gonna he's take, take he's, he's gonna take that one. He's gonna take that one. <laughs> no but if questions. he continue to play this way, well, after that contract is done, even when he accepts that player option, he will still have some type of value. Uh, maybe not at the th- not even maybe not at the thirty four million dollar mark. Mm-hmm. But if he plays this type of basketball at thirty two, I could definitely see a contending team that needs a wing. You mm-hmm. know, he could be able to play uh, who mm-hmm. like a. Like basically, like the role he's still playing. You know, I, yeah. I just like all around game. He's just giving you sixteen. I mean, he's giving you seventeen, six, and four. He's doing a little bit of playmaking. Like mm-hmm. Mike said, all those wings are are uh, rebounded by committee, which is good because they don't really have that that big. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, DT is holding it down uh, and Cantor, but it's still good to see those wings getting up there and rebounding. I think it helps their offense a lot too because they get the ball and they all just they go. Yeah, I forgot who they were playing. But you can definitely tell, like they they had basically the opposite thing, where instead of they had uh they had actual big, and if he doesn't get that rebound, the Celtics are gone. Yeah, because whoever gets it can go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just the getting and go. Yeah. Everybody uh, gave their seven or nah, eight. That was eight. I was eight. Yeah, I'll go number seven. Number okay. seven, I got Will Barton. Uh, like y'all said, it's real solid defensively, offensively. He brings it. Some nights he can be like their biggest bright spot, and I think in the playoffs he can be their X factor, determining how far they go. He he played a portion of that last season too. Yeah. Uh, when he was playing well, the team usually won, and then he had the period of time where he wasn't playing very well, and it just hurt him. My seven was Boyan. Uh, the reason I really like his signing with Utah is because it gives him another option to close out games. It's not always going to have to be Donovan Mitchell, which we saw this season. He had, I think he hit two game winners. He had one in the corner. One against the Rockets, I know. Uh, was that the one in the corner? No, that was at the top of the key. Then yeah, he's got two game winners this season because I vividly the one in the corner was the against corner. the Bucks. Yes, it was against the Bucs. Yeah. Look at Derek with the memory. Okay, okay. <laughs> like, he's probably watching some highlights yesterday. He forgot to put it on the store. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, I, I just like that he can come in, hit, hit the shots. Um, and he's a good defender, too. Yeah, good yeah. defender, too. Uh, I mean, I don't think I mentioned it. Hayward was my eight. Brock okay. Donovich oh. was also my seven. But 
I think, yeah, the, the Jazz definitely needed another guy that they can go to because in the playoffs, this just always happens to them where they struggle offensively. Mm-hmm. They, they always run into that rough pass. So having a guy that can either stretch the floor and make a play for you is good. And also, you know, he, he plays on the other side of the ball. Yeah, uh, I like Bogdanovich. I got him a little higher. Uh, my, this is seven? This is seven. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. My seventh is DeMar DeRosa. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a tough year for him just because I know he – it, it kind of just feels like he doesn't want to be there. Right. He yeah. doesn't yeah. feel like the Not culture fits him. Not that, you know, him and Pop have any beef. But and I just it, and it's like, surprising because last year we, we were looking at him like, okay, he has he, he start, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, starting growth. to grow. I mean, he's playmaking a lot better. He was shooting a three more. Yeah. And um, um, it just don't. It, it's just not a fit. Uh, for whatever reason, it just doesn't fit. It doesn't work, um, which that just happens sometimes. But, you know, from a winning aspect, it's been tough on the whole San Antonio team as well. Mm-hmm. they just never been able to hit a consistent spark this season. Um, it's just been up and down all year, uh, but his game his gameplay um, has stayed consistent, and he's still you know giving you the type of numbers he gave us last year when we would you know highlighting his growth in the playmaking areas and just rounding his game out to have that all around game. Still giving you twenty two points um, a game as well while barely shooting a three because he's only shooting twenty six point seven percent from the three. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's still he's you know fifty two percent from the field, which is good. Um, but yeah, Demar Derozan is still solid. It's just that he needs to go somewhere where he can. Where I think he fits. just his role. His role is just. It's just a. He what just needs a role? different environment. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think like, he's just, just at this role? point, he needs a different environment. I think San Antonio is in a weird purgatory spot where they're still somehow still trying to compete with the young roster that they have and also trying to develop them at the same time. I just feel like his game style only could get you so far, the way yeah. he plays the game of basketball. Like, obviously, he's good. He's on my list. He's mm-hmm. a little bit higher. Uh, but it's just like. Is, if DeMar DeRozan is your one and two option, how good of a team do you really have? And that's the question we had a lot with um, Toronto. Toronto. Mm-hmm. Like, he was technically their best player because he was their best scorer, if that's what you want to call it. Right. And it's like, okay, he's good enough to win you a bunch of regular season games, but when it matters and the game slows down and he's actually not hitting those mid-range jumpers that he hit all season long, he doesn't really hold much value after that. And he doesn't that's provide why. spacing either for the other players around him. Yeah. That, that's why he's so low on my list. I have a guy like Bogdanovich higher than him mm-hmm. because if they both are on the open market right now, I think Bojan will have more of a value just because he, you know what I mean, is going, he can go somewhere and do a lot of different things. He, he, like Derek said, he's not going to get – if you do have a number one – you don't have to worry too much about how he's going to fit next to that person versus DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. If, if hypothetically speaking, if one of those teams in L.A. had the money for him to go back home, y- it wouldn't be a solidified thing because how would he fit next yeah. to LeBron? He, and he has to be almost your number one guy because, like, <laughs> like you said, he doesn't provide spacing for the other people around him. And also, he just works best when he's that. He has to be your he, number one, or he has to go to a unique team like Denver, yeah. where like. And that's Jokic. why I was saying that, like, I, I think a team like Denver could actually use somebody who he he's just gonna be he's just gonna be coming there to score. Jokic is still your natural playmaker in the place of who guy. though. Probably, yeah, in the place of who? I just because it's not he's not nearly as good of a defender as any of the wing players they have there. And he, he would be, and he's a ball stopper. Let's be honest. He he's an ISO. Him up, he would literally be their next guy, like almost their go-to guy, right behind Jokic. It would have to be. I don't think that team is much better. Yeah, I don't. I think they would honestly just be the same. Yeah, yeah, they better off just. They don't. Yeah, don't put them over the top. To right. Do that. I think uh, he needs to go somewhere and have like on some Jimmy Butler shit. Where yes, it's like, yep. That's why when we last time we talked to, I talked about him. I think I was saying like the Magic, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's like they have some good. 
guys and the young diamonds in a rough or the guys that they leaning on aren't necessarily like Jonathan Isaac. They high on him and he he holds a lot of potential for that team. But he's not. They're not looking at him to be their leading scorer. Mm-hmm. He's, they're not looking at him to drive that 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 for them. Vucevic isn't. You know what I mean? He's a center, so he has a ball in his hands. I think they've given up on Aaron Gordon for the most part because his name was in so much trade thing. I wouldn't be surprised if he got traded. Um, and that wouldn't be a bad swap because Aaron Gordon, uh, the Spurs need a four. Um, but De- DeMar DeRose is going to probably hit the market anyway. But, uh, yeah, somewhere like there. But then when Derek said, yeah, he's shooting 26% from the three. So it's like him and Markel yeah. on the floor. And John Denizic. He, he's going to need a sleep. John spot to get shots. back to where he should be, I think. So but. before anybody gives their next one, we're going to take our first break. My number six is DeMar DeRozan. With all that we just said about him, he's still, you know, giving you almost numbers he does consistently every year, still giving you 22, almost five and five. Mm-hmm. Now um, I'm going to throw out some teams Yeah, because I pulled up NBA teams. Detroit Pistons? No. I don't even think they look his way considering they sold everything of value already. Detroit Pistons? No. Sorry, my bad. No. Any team that he's the number one option just sounds good for him. Hornets? Because – I don't know how much the team success is going to rise with him. Charlotte Hornets. But Charlotte Hornets yeah. is probably the best fit because they have they have shooters, right? Yeah. They have shooters, mm-hmm. P.J. Washington, Terry Rozier, and Devontae Graham. Graham. Yeah, they he have can shooters. go there and be the three. He would definitely be solid. And that seems like a Jordan type of move. Um, what was the other team? Was the Cleveland you said Cavaliers. the Cleveland Cavaliers, right? I don't think so. They, got, <laughs> no. they don't have the money. They wouldn't even have the money with K-Love and Drummond taking that player option. I don't probably. think K-Love going to be that, 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 that much longer. Um Six for me is that boy, out, the other boy out in Boston. Uh, give me Jalen Brown. Um, I love, I love me some Jalen Brown. Uh, I, I love the fact that I was hard on him because he wanted to bet on himself, and I was like, "Boy, you better take that damn money." But I'm glad he didn't. No, don't he, listen he to me. He definitely earned it. Bet on yourself. He definitely earned it. And he's got my respect for that, and I'm definitely, you know, ready to give him his credit. Um, it's just a tough situation for him because mm-hmm. he's always kind of going to be in this kind of mode. I mean, right. I could have had him higher, but the only higher he could have went on my list is probably like one more spot higher. Mm-hmm. But because he's with Jason Tatum and behind Kimba and those guys, and even Gordon Hayward at times can kind of get in his way, he can only give us so much at certain mm-hmm. times. And, you know, we get those occasional games where he explodes and he's their best player. Um, but it's tough for him to really get out and, and, and do what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I definitely believe that there's more to his game yeah. and he's being limited yeah. just to, I, due to his environment. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Celtics did have some games too because they, they've been one of those teams that's been having, you know, starters getting hurt and they've been trying to switch it up and everything. But the games that they he, he has started and he's been one of those, like, go-to guys, mm-hmm. he might even have, like, a 30 – he's had 30-point games for them before. Yeah, his so numbers he would does, definitely be yeah, better. His numbers like call, he definitely team. steps up. If he was on the Bulls right now, he'd be probably <laughs> – Yes, <like> sir. 23. <laughs> what, a, what a dream, man. 23, 7, and 4, something uh, like that. My six is DeMar. We talked too much about him, so I ain't got much to say other than it's DeMar DeRozan. Number six, I got Gordon Hayward. Yeah, I just love the fact that he can fit in anywhere, and you don't have to call plays for him. That's why I think he fits so perfectly with Boston. There's, he needs nothing. He just needs to be Gordon Hayward. In the game that he broke his was it hand? Wasn't he going like nuts? Then yes, he had like he yeah, twenty or thirty. At that's when he was on like, like the hot streak too. Yeah, yeah. And he, then he had got hurt. It stopped because of that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Um, I move on to number five. That is where I have Jalen Brown. 
That's where I also have Jalen Brown. I, I made a tweet a couple months ago. It was like, man, what what I would do to have a Jalen Brown type player on, on the Bulls just mm-hmm. because the two-way ability is ridiculous. And he most of the time he plays within his role. We have seen times mm-hmm. where he's like, bro, get that ball to JT. And, get that ball to Kemba. And Kemba's. that's the thing, though. He, but, he's a two-way player, and he plays within his role, but he still gives you almost 20 points. Yes. Yeah. Which so, is like, no, he's definitely a 20-point scorer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's what's so Brown. good about him, that he can still give you 20-plus mm-hmm. on a team where and then there's also, so many weapons around him. And also kind of like Jason Tate. Them day, like you, you can see he has his own like go to moves that he has. Mm-hmm. You know, what he, I always be, say when we watch it, him, what he got those workout moves, he has like yeah. moves that you could tell is from a workout, right? Like, Let he, me, he's done like a dribble out, yeah, dribble he, out, he has like a jab spin move off the pivot. That I'm like, uh, yeah, he, yeah, that's he's been, he been in the gym, practice how you play, right. Shout out to Jalen Brown. But, yeah, I, I would love to have Jalen Brown on my team. There's a lot of players on that uh, Celtics team that I really, really like. A lot of players. Yeah, some players that don't even play there, like like Robert Williams. <clears throat> like Jermont Waters, yeah. Um, five, I got Bojan Bogdanovic. Um, he got the slight edge over Jalen Brown just because he just does so much, man. Uh, talking about a guy that's shooting 40% from three, 90% from the free, free throw line, 44, almost 45% from, from the field. Um and on a team like Utah, he's been he's had his moments. Those game winners has been big for them. He's shown that he can give them that that part of it defensively. He's always been solid, um, and I just I just like that about him. It's just he just doesn't do much wrong on a basketball yeah. floor, and I think that's very essential. And I forgot who said it, but um, I think that was perfect. On some night, he he is like the third or fourth option. But on some nights, he might damn near have to be the one, and he mm-hmm. comes through with it. Yeah. So And he has great size at 6'8", yeah. 216, so he can play 2, 3, or 4. And we've seen him do that throughout his career. And everywhere he's gone, he's had winning. He's added winning to those teams. Don't he forget, for the man. Nets. He was one game away Wizards. from beating LeBron ass. Um, a lot of that was him. The Pacers. He was playing the like, on LeBron. He's just, he's I just, mean, as close was, no, to clamps as you can playing, do on yeah, LeBron. He's playing, he's playing D. Yeah, he's, he's playing, playing D on defense. Now I have to look it up, bro. I, has he played in the playoffs? Every, every single year. Because he came to that good Brooklyn Nets team. Uh, did he make it with Washington? He did make it with Washington, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he didn't make it in 2016. Uh, but he made it with Washington. He yet. did make it with Washington. His, he made it his first year with Brooklyn. Didn't make it the second year. Made it again with Washington. You forget that he played in Washington. It was only 26 games, and technically. But he, he he was a big read. They got him at, like, the trade deadline, and he helped them go on that little run. And, they, yeah. Then they decided not to resign him. Then he ended up in Indy where he played pretty pretty good, and now he's averaging the career highs. A lot of teams didn't want to bring him back, and they are regretting it because, boy. Washington is very notorious for that, by the way. I wouldn't be surprised if they let Berton slip this offseason. Wouldn't be surprised. But, you know, it's a new front office. Also, if we can't office. say let, they, they let him slip. Sometimes I feel like I don't want to be here. Yeah, facts. Well, I don't think that was the case with Kelly Oubre. Well, yeah, he got traded. Yeah. When I got Trevor Reeves. <laughs> got Trevor Reeves for, what, 25 <laughs> games? No, it was, yeah, it was like, like 25 that. games. Yeah. But they did that because they didn't want to pay Kelly Oubre. And then Kelly Oubre ended up signing a contract that wasn't even large. It was like $10 million a year. <laughs> y'all could have done that. Did we all do our number five? Yes, yes we did. Yeah, I had Jalen Brown. So go on to move to your number four, Mike. My number four is the middleman. Too low. Same. Nah, I got Chris Middleton at four. I got DeMar at four. Wait, what? I thought well, that was my number four. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Chris Middleton. He's oh, agreeing same. with you. He's oh, agreeing I thought he you. said that was too low. My number no. four is Paul George. Speak on why you got Chris Middleton four, motherfucker. I mean, I think it was pretty self-explanatory. He, he's not no top two to me. I mean, I, number four is just fine for him. He won eighty club. 
Damn near. I, I understand. I'm going to say one damn near because it's that, point. It's like point one away. Where'd you, where'd you know that? How'd you figure yeah, that I out? I've seen that from you. Oh, yeah. It was my tweet. <laughs> I only said that because we've, we've explained why we had everybody here. Yeah. So now all of a sudden you get We're to We're not doing no explanation. You, you know, you, that's what I did. Self-explanatory. Then why I mean, didn't you speak on what? anybody on your list? I, what I got to say, all-star, deserving all-star, mm-hmm. two years in a row. Yep. You don't, I remember when a man was coming out the G League in Detroit. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. I, what college you went to then? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You had to ponder on Where that did one. your house go? <laughs> he went to uh, Texas A&M. Okay. 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 By the yeah. boom, by the band. Yeah. Uh, no, Chris Middleton, solid, solid. Cool year, good year. Uh, I don't want to disrespect him. Good year. Mm-hmm. Great year. Not cool. Great, great year. Um, definitely yeah. for him. For him, yeah. For him. Great year. Um, 21 6 4. Like like Mike and KB said, I'm round 50, enough for that. Yeah, 50, round 40, up to 90. that 50-40-90. Uh, <laughs> and that's an elite club. There's only like five people yeah. in NBA history to average 50-40-90 with 20-plus points per game. Mm-hmm. It's like Larry Bird, Steph Curry, KD. Didn't Steve Nash do it? 19 mm-hmm. points score. Damn. He said 20. Yeah. I, didn't, I thought he was there. I and I think that might be the three. I, mean, I'm forgetting, I feel like I'm forgetting one was person. Dirk wasn't in it? It might have been Dirk. Dirk might have been the last one. Yeah, but it's a very exclusive club, mm-hmm. and technically he's not in it because he he needs to make like two more go two and zero oh in his next game, and then he's there. But oh, like, yeah. what if we come back? And he's just the playoffs. No, he in a slump. That would be oh, so that would be terrible. Um, but yeah, Chris Middleton, cool. But I don't think he's like Mike. I think four is perfect for him. The three guys I have ahead of him, I want them uh, more than him on any given night. Um, just that simple. Definitely want them. Don't I definitely want Paul George above Paul George, my number four. Relax. Uh, it's have, haven't been a great season for Paul George. He's obviously and he's still been, good. And he's been hurt. The um, he's missed a bunch of time. Not a, I want to say a bunch. He's missed games. Like 20 with, fi- 20-ish games, mm, I want to say. No, nah, I think you've even given him too much. He may have missed 10 games early in the season. Right, he missed the first 10 games. He's only played 42 a lot of years. You're right. He's paid like 20, he's missed like 20 games. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't chill. know why. I don't know why Get I thought the fuck we were Paul George back. <laughs> I, I don't know why I thought we were because um, you hating on PG thirteen. A lot less games played this season. I was actually no, his we, favorite. We were, I would say he, we he played a lot more. End, yeah, so. I guess we are. But yeah, Paul George having a good season. It's just pretty much a down season for him. That's because uh, every time he years. comes back, he gets injured. And yeah, he's been battling with injuries <laughs> here and there. Uh, but yes, he's my number four. He's my number four. Number no, three. I got Chris Middle. I had Demar. At four, you had Demar. Uh, what's your reason for him being four? Well, I didn't have Paul George on my list because he's been injured most of the season. And he's really not hard. most. He just said he played like 42. He's games played 40. Like 62. So he and, and a lot majority of those of games, game. he really wasn't doing much. He's giving you 20, 21 points. On a down year, he's averaging damage. Don't you have Gordon on your list? Who? Gordon, Gordon Hayward. Yeah. He's played less games than Paul George. Why does it seem like Paul George just missed most of the season? Why is it hard to just look at this? Look at you. <laughs> literally, this is literally a paid job career. You're just not even looking at this. No, I did look at Sacramento. Bogdanovich is a shooting guard. You couldn't have looked at that. I did. I think if you Google his name, it just comes up as small four, but I didn't click on basketball reference. Always basketball reference. That's, what we, that's yeah. the standard. It's always basketball reference. Um, moving yeah. on to my number three. It is Chris Middleton at three. Yeah. Um, 50, 40, 90 club. We already mentioned it's how exclusive. Right He's he small forward if you just click it. If you Google his name, it's a small forward. It do, so, it do say yeah. small forward first. Yeah, that's why, that's why I put him at small forward. It do say small forward first. DeMar DeRozan at four is wild, dog. I ain't going He having a down year, too, but he's still giving you 22, five, and six. So I can see DeMar DeRozan at four. My number three is Jimmy Butler. Interesting. Um... Yeah, Jimmy Butler. Cool year. 
Uh, his, no, that's more than cool year. No, individually, let me talk. Let me talk. Individually, okay. it's a cool year. Yeah, he's, thank you, Contreras. Individually, it's a cool year. I think with his impact and his, his what's so great about his year is the impact he's had in the locker room, mm-hmm. which isn't on here. paper. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's on paper. So it's been a cool year for him because I mean, he's only he's damn near shooting. He's shooting. He's terrible. He's terrible. Yeah, he's terrible. No, yeah, I remember he had that one where he ain't hit a three in like a month and a half. He's not blowing you away by by pretty much anything except his leadership, which I give him full credit for. I love yeah. it. Um, but at a certain time, he's going to have to play basketball. And then when the playoffs come, we're going to have to see how much his leadership is translating mm-hmm. to game situations where he's mm-hmm. really leading because that's a young team that he's a part of. They, they need him to close out um, games. Yeah, he's going to have to close out games, and that's what we're really going to see. I can't keep putting Jimmy Butler top two and top when he ain't really done. Sh- I don't want to say ain't done shit. But we have to see that, you know, because Kawhi is number one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, and that's because he's leading and he's also executing. He's being that down the stretch and whatnot. You know, Jimmy Butler is doing a good job on putting that DNA on that team and making them go. But, you know, he's going to have to perform and do that more than just so like, oh, I'm a leader in the locker room. He's going to have to be the leader on the floor. Like mm-hmm. Contreras said, close our games. It has been a cool year for him, though. I don't, You know, I'm, I like Jimmy Butler, but I don't want to go over the top and pretend like he's mm-hmm. having this unbelievable, crazy year. He's been better in the scoring. Um, and I think he's done a good job of having an all-around game, which I'm a fan of. But we've definitely seen better versions of Jimmy Butler. Yeah. yeah. I don't um, think right now you're going to see, like, the Chicago Bulls, Jimmy right. Butler. I don't and think you're going to see that. I would that. love to see versions of that in the playoffs, though. Yeah. They're going to need it yeah. to have the success. And, that, and that's why I want to say that Jimmy Butler, he, he's really good at just determining what his team needs. And I think that, like you said, and when the playoff comes, that's when they're going to need him stepping up, at least scoring-wise. And I'm not saying he can't. I'm yeah. just saying he has to do it. I yeah. think right now he's just trying to give his young guys confidence and like mm-hmm. get them going so that way when he when the playoffs do start, he know I can kick it out to Tyler Hero late in the game. I can kick it out to Duncan Robinson late in the game. I was trying to look up uh, Jimmy Butler's clutch numbers because um, I wonder how he's playing in the clutch this season because they've had a lot of close games. They've been in overtime like five times. They're like 4-1 mm-hmm. and one in overtime or something. But clutch number wise, I don't know how to read these damn stats. Mm-hmm. It's just why is there so many stats? Tell me what he's shooting from the yeah, field no, in clutch time. You, That's all I, I care about. Year two, uh, it's this year. I'm looking literally That's only this year. year. I was yeah. gonna say about because they felt like at times that Jimmy Butler was a pretty clutch player in his career. Oh, he facts. was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was with Chicago. Like, this mm-hmm. is not his career though. Yeah, we just yeah. talking about this season. Like even with Philly, he was their clutch player. Right. Yeah. He was their go-to guy down the stretch. But I can't even read these damn numbers. What the hell is FPP? The only clutch moment that I think of is when D'Angelo Russell blocked his game, went a layup. So. This season? Oh, yeah, that was like yeah. a couple weeks ago. That was like before the virus yeah. had everything going down. Another clutch moment. I think he missed a free throw in a very nationally televised game. Maybe Jimmy Butler not a clutch as we thought he is. We just no. joking. Yeah, we just, a lot yeah. of people going to take yeah. that sarcastic remarks we just made very personal. Um, what do you mean Jimmy Butler is a clutch? You guys have seen the game on December 3rd when he played against the Nets? That, that defensive possession against, against Kevin Durant. Oh, no, it wasn't Kevin Durant. It was Torian Prince. It was really clutch. You guys are asleep. Can't believe they got you guys podcasters. <laughs> uh, everybody gave their three? Yeah, yeah who your yeah. three? My three was Jimmy. It was uh, Chris Middleton. Andrew Wiggins? Oh, Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton. <laughs> two is Paul George. I, 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 I don't know what else to say. No, I'm fist bump. Oh, yeah. My fault. Social distancing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, y'all got to sanitize. Yeah. We'll do that after the show. Okay. Together. But, but even Can in the down, yeah, I, I can't really take anybody else that's below him above Paul George. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I got Paul George. On his down year, he's giving you basically the same numbers as a lot of these other guys. Yeah. And defense um, is there regardless. With, with yeah. His, he's always going to be a, one of the leaders in, in deflections. 
Um, Chris Middleton is shooting the ball better than him as far as the, you know, obviously the 50, 40, 90. But you look at Paul George, he, he you know, he around there. I ain't going to say he close because it's percentages, so he's going to need some bumps. But he's damn near shooting 40% from threes, 39.9, 88% from the free throw line. He's 43% from the field. Uh, still giving you 21, 6, and 4, like Mike said, defensively. So I still would take Paul George um, over the other guys because I know at full strength he's going to be even better than this. All right. And then a lot of his shots is him creating it for himself. Paul George is a big, really good shot creator. I think Chris Middleton's like getting kickouts from Giannis and stuff like that. Who is your number two? My number two is Jimmy. Okay. I also have Jimmy Butler number two. Uh, but I actually found the clutch stats. He's shooting twenty eight percent in the clutch, which is not very great. But in the clutch, he is averaging some of the most free throws. Oh, so he gets to, he gets the line. Jimmy that's Butler. one thing he he's been doing. Line. That's yeah. one thing he's been doing this season. So um, yeah, I have Jimmy Butler number number um, what number are we talking Jimmy about? Number two. two. Mostly because of the culture thing, right? He came into a team that was they were good, right? They were, they, were, they, were, they were solid, but he elevated them to the point where, like, for a minute, they were looked at as like a sleeper contender, and maybe they still are. I don't know, but they fell off a little bit. Um, and you know what? I don't know if I want to give all of the credit to Jimmy Butler for the culture because they already had a culture Facts. built in Facts. with Spo yeah, and everything. During he the just interviews, elevated. It. Yeah, yeah, during the interviews, fits. he had told once he had got to Miami, he had, like he had felt the culture. He said that was him. JJ Reddick. Yeah, yeah he said that was him. <laughs> so so, yeah, maybe that one interview we talked yeah. about like every episode. <laughs> no, I mean, shit, that was it was an informed, informational interview. Duncan Robinson <laughs> was on there right after him. Like yeah, the same. Yeah. Day. he was like, I'm not drinking glass every episode. Wine of glass. This is the same day, but. um Definitely. Mm-hmm. They definitely had a, had a culture in there. And um, that's why I emphasize it in the locker room because mm-hmm. I guess he's just bringing it down into the locker room and they face more. Um, but, yeah, Jimmy Butler is the hardest working non-top 10 guy. I guess so. I guess so. And number one. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. You Lord, got Kawhi, man. Right? You got Kawhi, right? Let, let's see the list. <laughs> no. I thought Kawhi well, was a power forward this year. <laughs> he was last year. <laughs> right. right, you keep saying stuff without you even. Have, yeah, I'm pretty sure I look never a power forward. Oh, Kawhi Leonard. Why would he small be a power forward? Like, yeah, why, that, that, that's Pascal right. yeah. Pascal and Serge right. and, and Marcus All. Um, so yeah. that's why your list always has some shit that's fucked up now. Because we was we, we, we don't check basketball we, reference. We've always go basketball reference. We've discussed like because you wasn't here for the point guards, and we just yeah. knew you would have had something in your point guard list that would have been like this. Where it's like, why did you have him? Point guards is more easy. You say that. Would you have had LeBron at point guard? Yeah, I know he's and playing point guard. Luka? Luka? Oh, yeah. He LeBron. Yeah. Not even no, 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 a Lakers no, no, fan no, no, to have no, no, LeBron no, no, at point guard. Because no, 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 no. I wouldn't yeah, even think I about it like we that. Can't, I can't, you can't ask him that. You just, he he would have just had to put together this. Because, of course, you think he's going to be like, no, I wouldn't have LeBron. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've came on here and said LeBron's played point guard the whole season. They don't even start a point guard with him. Technically, they don't start another ball-carrying guard. So tell me how he didn't have LeBron at all at point guard. No, I didn't. I mean, and he's a he knew that LeBron was a point guard. He just didn't think he was top ten. Simple. No. Oh, yeah. He's just then you out your mind. Like, I'm heavy. He, we he had him at like number. He, seven. he need to get get at least forty to be in top ten. So you got the criteria. <laughs> yeah. so power forwards. You're gonna put your list together. You're gonna check yeah. everybody and what? Power forward is stacked. I'm, I'm like Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is a power forward. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's why he's not on this list. No, no, don't say don't say I'm not right now. No, I'm just saying that's why Jason Tatum ain't on this list. Nah, you just didn't think he was top ten. <laughs> I already got my power forward list right there. I don't want you to look because I don't want you to know. I don't want you to know that Terrence Ferguson is a power forward this year. <laughs> All right. The last thing we're going to do in today's episode is this March Madness type bracket. 
Um, it was inspired by a guy named uh, Nine Two to Infinity on Reddit. You know, I got to give credit where it's due. No, you don't. And we're, <laughs> 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 and we're gonna be having a March Madness bracket based on draft class, right? The top three. Uh, players of each draft class, not the one, two, three pick, because obviously that's not how it always so goes in the draft. Taking it by storm, with, no, with but we don't stop. So we don't start I mean, no three. So we're going the last sixteen years, right? So we ain't even going Jordan year. We're literally talking about the years that we've seen of basketball, which okay. I think is pretty decent. And I have written out the top three accolade getters of each year, right? So we're not actually doing like, oh, if we bounce the ball for these three players, who's winning? We're just talking about the best overall players. You know what I'm saying? Does you. that make sense? So Jimmy Butler could be one of the best overall players, even though he's drafted 30th? Yes, but okay. he, he was not in his draft know, class. But yeah. So first round, we have the 04 draft class versus 19, uh, 2019. In 04, we have Dwight Al Jefferson and Iggy. And then we have Zion, John Morant, and Kendrick Nunn. It's three people here that are voting, Ooh. so we'll always have a cons- like, you know. You said Dwight. Dwight, Al Jefferson, and, and Iggy. Iggy? Oh. Al Jefferson made an all-star game, so he's one of the highest accolade getters of uh, that think, draft class. I might have to go 2004. 2004 for Mike? Because it's hard for the 2019, because we don't know what they're going to be, so we just yeah. have to take what they have now. You said Jaws, Zion, and... And Kendrick Nunn. And I, the reason I got Kendrick Nunn, I went by the rookie ladder. And yeah. right now, Kendrick Nunn is third on NBA.com. <laughs> Even though I got, Kobe, I would have Kobe White higher or some of the other guys higher. Drew Hachimura, R.J. Perry. How about you two? That's tough. Uh, I'm, I, I think I'm going to go with Dwight Howard. Yeah. Okay, 04 yeah. moves on. We don't even need peas. Thank you. That was going to be mine anyway. Okay. <laughs> so, 04 moves on. I mean, Iggy has the rings, final mm-hmm. MVP, and then Dwight mm-hmm. has this Defensive player of the year yeah. things, and yeah. Al Jefferson was too bad in his day. Uh, we have OA versus 2015. Derrick Rose, Russell Westbrook, and Kevin Love. Car Anthony Towns, Porzingis, and Devin Booker. Uh, give me Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Rose. All right. The, the older people are moving on again. John Wall, Paul George, and DeMarcus Cousins. That's 2010. Depot, Giannis, and Rudy Gobert. Depot, Giannis, Ooh. and Rudy. That's one vote. You said Paul George. Paul George, John Wall, or DeMarcus Cousins. I'm going to go that list. I'm going go, go with Paul George and John Wall. Over right. oh, Giannis Antetokounmpo? All right. That's, Bro, they, are y'all fucking no. serious? They, hey. oh, I'm thinking collectively. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was thinking as a group. Colle- okay, that's fine. They can move yeah. on. But, but listen, collectively, none of them motherfuckers match Giannis by himself. Are y'all fucking... <laughs> Bro, I mean, I, we're not gonna be able to do this, bro. <laughs> no, that's why we. That's why we. That's why we do it. He's a two MVP winner by himself, more than all of them collective. I'm putting Paul George. Yeah, but the rest of the t- the rest of the other players are better than the other players. Are you kidding, bro? Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert all Cousins. defensive team, yeah. two time defensive player Cousins of the year was good. Yo. He was good, but he was never. Yo, I don't even know if he made an All NBA team. Did y'all see what I'm putting up with, bro? Did Demarcus Cousins make an All NBA team? Antetokounmpo by himself. Already has fucked up all of the. When the last time John Wall played basketball? <laughs> when he did, what was like the best? So okay, so Boogie has made two All NBA second teams. Rudy Gobert has made two All NBA teams. Uh, Victor Depot, most improved player and uh, All Star. Paul George, most improved player and some All Star games. Mm-hmm. Giannis, back to back MVP. Is what he's about to be. And we got to move on, man. That Apparently, crazy, Giannis got to move on. I don't think that's that. It's that it's lopsided. Rudy, Rudy Gobert, two time lopsided. defensive player of the year? Mm-hmm, two time defensive player. That's correct. You don't think it's that lopsided? No. Y'all I do not think it's that hell, lopsided. Bro. You just pissed me off. Y'all just pissed me off with that shit. 06 versus 17. God Lamarcus. Lee, bro. That's the dumbest shit y'all have said on here. Lamarcus, Rondo, and Kalari versus Tatum, Mitchum, and Bam. Say the first one again. Lamarcus, Rondo, and Kalari, 
Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, and Bam. Mm. No. I, I'm trying to make sure. we going, This is just like all, they're all primes. So yes, this is all the a prime. Yes, you get the best version of LaMarcus, Rondo, and Kyle Lowry. Not necessarily this season, mm-hmm. but them at their peaks. And then with the younger teams, we you can't project that's how good they, they can actually be. Like right now. Just, I guess it right is now. just their right now. Um, I'll go LaMarcus. One vote for Team 2006. Let me hear the second team one more time. My bad. Tatum, Mitchell, Bam. Mm, let me go with Tatum, Mitchell, and Bam. P, you the decision maker? Hey, damn, there ain't no points to even do this shit. Yes, it is. Come on, come on, come on. We what's, got we on the tap to screen. Uh, LaMarcus Rondo and Kyle Lowry, Tatum, Mitchell, Bam. Tatum, Mitchell, Bam. All right, 2017 moves on. Next, we have Bogut, Chris Paul, and Darren Williams versus Luca, Trey, and DeAndre Ayton. Luca, Trey, and DeAndre. Luca, Trey, and DeAndre. Because no, that's literally like they just. I don't know. The fact that Bogut was up here, you yeah. y'all remember he made an all all um, NBA team once. So even though they're players on this draft class, who we probably think are better. I, it went by accolades. So, oh. since he wasn't all NBA player once, he had to be hired. He Giannis had to be on this Alex list. got knocked out by John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins. It is what that it is. is. Hey, it's it a March Madness upset. bracket. It's an upset. It yeah, it was an upset. Um, Curry. Definitely got me upset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Curry, Harden, and. Curry, Harden. I don't care what the other Griffin. I don't, I don't care what the other team is. Curry, Harden, Griffin versus Embiid, Jokic, and Wiggs. Curry, yeah. Harden. Curry, Harden. I don't even remember, but I still got on. that team. <laughs> then we have Kyrie, Kawhi, and Clay versus AD, Draymond, and Damian Lillard. Two. This is, the, I think, that's, this that's one of the toughest ones. Kyrie, one vote. Mm. Who's with Dame again? Dame, Anthony Davis, and Draymond. Draymond. I'm, I'm taking Dame. Yeah, okay. I'm taking that team. I'm taking that right. team. Dame moves on. Who's Kyrie's team? Uh, Kyrie, Kawhi, and Clay. Oh, wait. Oh, I, y'all can change it. No, no, no. I'm going to stick with my. I'm going to stick with my. I'm going to go with Kawhi. You're going to change it? I'm going with Kawhi now. All got jewelry. 2000, I'm sticking with 2011 moves on. All got yeah, jury. I'm sorry, Dame. All I, I wanted to. So you were just going because Dame was on the take because you didn't even care about the other people. No, Anthony Davis and Draymond. I think defensively. All got jewelry. Defensively? All got jewelry. Yeah, but Kawhi and Clay is they different animals. Kyrie, Clay, and Kawhi. All got jewelry. I like the bracket. Maybe we got to do more brackets because I like these heaps. KKK. All got jury. How can you go against all <laughs> Wait, jury? Okay, okay. How can you yeah, go against all jury? So. Damian Lillard over. They, I mean, he moved. Oh, they moved on. They moved on. KD, Al Horford, Marc Gasol versus Ben Simmons, Ingram, and Pascal Siakam. Was the first one? My bad. KD, Al Horford, and Marc Gasol. KD, Al Horford, and Marc Gasol against Ben. Ben Ingram, Siakam. Mm, I gotta think those top players in their prime is something else. So I got to think about. All right, Derek, you the decision maker here. KD, Horford, Gasol, Simmons, Ingram, Siakam. Damn. The, just to think KD won't move on is crazy, but. Giannis didn't move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, let me wait. Wait, wait. KD, Horford, and Mark, Mark Gasol. Gasol. Yeah. Versus Ben Simmons, Brandon Ingram, and Pascal Siakam. Why are you Siakam? saying yeah to the first one? I need well, to know I mean, your mindset because you're saying yes to certain shit and then yeah. you're saying not not. I mean, I think about how well they would play together. No, we're not doing it that way. It, no. that, it's, it's not. It's not a. Little, it's not a three okay. on three so tournament. Okay. Time, it's not a three okay. on three tournament. So, so what's that's 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 my point. It's not a three on three tournament. It's just the three best players collectively. Yeah, I knew he couldn't They're not playing together that. technically. Exactly. I knew he couldn't it's just like that. Player A, player A. You know, there's no reason to not have Pick Giannis over that group of people. 
He when thinking he, a John we, Wall about to be checked up by Rudy Gobert. I knew you had to be thinking. But even then, this three on three, they were going three on three. That's a good ass game. John Wall and Victor Oladipo, Giannis and Paul George, Gobert versus Cousins. Anyway, back back to the one that matters right now. KD, Horford, and Gasol, Simmons, Ingram, Siakam. I need y'all votes and 10. I'm going to go Ben Simmons. Okay, Ben Simmons, 2016. I, I'm still going KD. Okay, and Pierre? I'm going to stick with mine. I'm going to go KD. Okay, KD moves okay. on. KD is the MVP champion, finals MVP. So we're about to take another break, and then we're going to complete our bracket to see which draft class is the best. So moving on to Can't the second like round, <laughs> I, I like I like the debates. I like the upsets. Upsets are cool too. Um, so moving on to the second round, we have 04 versus 08. So to refresh y'all, we have Dwight, Al Jefferson, and Iggy versus Derrick Rose, Russell Westbrook, and Kevin Love. I'm going Derrick Rose. Yeah, Derrick Rose. How is yeah? That's not even yeah. I hope this John Wall team go far, man. <laughs> so we have John Wall, Paul George, and Boogie versus Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, and Bam. They have Paul to be. George. If, if they just Paul be Giannis, Paul they have Paul to be. John if they Paul just be Giannis, yeah. there's nobody that can beat them. That's I'm one vote. John Wall. John, okay, John Wall's team. That, that team's gonna have my vote. <laughs> that team's gonna have my vote. <laughs> then we have Luca, Trey, and Aiden versus Curry, Harden, and Griffin. Curry, Curry Harden, Harden, and Griffin. That, yeah, that that team That's is gonna be one. hard to beat. Uh, we have Kyrie, Clay, this team is and Kawhi. Be, this, this team is gonna be the champion, I believe. Kyrie, Clay, Kawhi versus KD, Horford. That's, and Gasol. Give me Kyrie, three Ks. Yeah. Yeah. Three Kyrie, Clay. All right. So in the final four, we have 08 versus 2010, 09 versus 2011. And 08, again, Russell Westbrook, Derrick Rose, and Kevin Love versus Wall, George, and Cousins. I'm going to go Russell Westbrook, Rose, and Love. That's one vote. This would been, yo, this would have been so epic. If it was that team versus the Giannis team now. But now it's, yes, yeah, the Rose one. It's not even close. Yeah. In the finals, D. Rose, Russell Westbrook, and they're going to get smoked by Kawhi now. Uh, but this is a good matchup. Curry, Harden, and Griffin versus Kyrie, Kawhi, Clay. Give me Kyrie now. All got jury. I'm, I'm going with All Kyrie. Or not Kyrie. Well, that's the one with Kawhi. Kawhi, Clay, and Kyrie. That's the three Ks. Yeah. I'm with them. And then the one with, with you them. said the Steph Harden. It don't matter because they voted for the guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Blake yep. Griffin. He just don't hold his weight with, with them. All right. So in the finals, Derrick Rose, Russell Westbrook, and Kevin Love versus Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah. Give me three Ks. Yeah. All right. 2011. <laughs> it had been so much better wins. Than honestly, I'm had went far. 2011 was a great year. That's the year we graduated eighth grade, if y'all don't remember. No, I y'all like I the bracket so? Will we do you, some more yeah, brackets? Yeah. If you okay. would have voted, what would you have voted for? All right, so you the, one. Oh yeah, go through all yours. So uh, in the first round, I would have went with the 04 with Dwight and them. Okay, I would have went with Derrick Rose. So I think y'all got them right. I honestly this one think this one is a lot closer, but I probably went with Giannis. Oh no 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 no! By all means, all of these are going to be somewhat close. Yeah, I don't want to disrespect Paul George. Paul George is my favorite player, mm-hmm. but when you throw all that shit out the window, him and Rudy alone. Max out anything and that the other then, three I thought done. they was them that going against each other. So I, I know. That's why I had to stop and say, bro, how did you pick that team to beat them? And now we hear You know what's you funny know? about that? I said that before the show and be, and, and before I talked about it That's on the show. That's I gathered all of that. Yeah. Uh, I I probably would have voted for LaMarcus Rondo and Cal Lowry, honestly. Over who did I don't even remember. Tatum, I don't, Mitchell, I don't even, and I didn't even vote. I didn't give a fuck after that because they Because they, they voted those. Yeah, they pissed um, me off. I would have went with the young Luca, Trey, and Aiden over CP3, Darren Williams, and Boga. But then it, yes, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. it out too quick, man. Hell yeah. 
Um, Boga got jury. I think the rest of them, I I agree with. Yeah, that cake. Hey, that cake. That cake. That cake team crazy. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand eleven. Clay and And Kyrie. And you know who also was on this list for a second, but I had to cross out Kemba. Kemba was in this draft class as well. But listen, even if we did do three on three, Kyrie, Claw, and Clay. Claw can guard the So Kyrie finna boogie on you if you help Clay knocking it down. They can man, that team is crazy. Ben Kawhi on your best perimeter player. <laughs> Clay Thompson on his next best player. So the team got oh. everything. Kawhi got how many rings? Two, two, two. Clay got two, three, three. three. That's five right there. And Clay, Kyrie got five, one. So that's six rings right there. Mm. And you had to think two huh. finals MVP. Dame Lillard. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with them. No, 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 no. Fuck out of here, <laughs> Thank y'all so much. I think we definitely do a more bracket. Nah, you hear him over there? Yeah, you had to go with them. Also, comment down <laughs> below different bracket things that we could do. And let me know how crazy. Am, let me know two things. One or two. One of two things. Am I crazy for how I'm reacting to them picking Paul George and them over Giannis, or are they crazy? All right, we out. Peace.